0: Welcome back to Snares Prep Uncovered, the podcast where we talk to staff, to pupils and to parents to understand more about life at the school. Each episode, I'm joined by Ralph Dalton, head teacher at the school, and together we speak to a guest, so it's a bit of a three-way conversation. Now in this episode we speak to Kaylee Jones who's the incoming teacher for the children in year two. We're going to find out more about her but first of all Ralph how are you today?
1: Yeah I'm uh, very well thank you Simon. Um, Yeah it's been a great day. I'm fresh back from uh, I've been on an inspection last week uh, inspecting another school so I'm fresh back from that and full of ideas and yeah, no. So I'm, 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 excited.
0: Oh, good, good. Tell me something about Kaylee. I mean, you, you've, you've recruited her into this position. How do you actually go about recruiting someone who's a teacher?
1: Generally, you put out an advert. Generally, in the Tes, you tend to have to give up a vital organ to them for the advert. <laughs> then the process, you, you will tend, you know, you, you then go through the sort of CV process, which I tend to do as a blind process. Where I just focus on, I don't really look at their name or anything like that. I just go straight to skills and experience. We then tend to sort of narrow that down to a sort of a short list, give them a ring, have a chat to them, really sort of looking for the, a sense of ethos, uh, you know, like a shared ethos, that type of thing. Then make a shorter list, invite sort of candidates in. They then perform a number of tasks. We'll ask them to do a numeracy and literacy. Based task, Mm -hmm. Uh, we'll then ask them to teach a lesson, and we then also will speak to them in terms of safeguarding. There's a safeguarding procedure in it all. Then, once you've gone through that process and you've selected your sort of your chosen person, as it were, there's then the sort of safer the vetting checks and everything that takes place before you finally offer. So Mm -hmm. that's that's sort of how it goes. But I'm really excited. For this conversation because actually before this podcast it wasn't it wasn't really that feasible to help parents get to know the teacher so I think you know as a parent when there's a a new teacher you know coming to the school you've got nothing to go on so I'm hoping that you know this will act as an opportunity to sort of you know at least just hear them speak and sort of get get a feel for where they're approaching you know your child's education so um yeah i'm really excited today to have this interview with kaylee and see where it goes well
0: it's great to hear about her from you i I think we should probably jump across she's waiting for us so should we go and speak to her and actually find out from her what it is that drives her and why she's applied to come and work at snares prep let's do it all right let's do it right now kaylee thank you for being here and welcome to this episode of the podcast how are you doing today
2: i'm really good thank you how are you
0: very good thanks very good just enjoying life enjoying june of course tell me a little bit about where you are and what's happening in your world today
2: Well, I'm currently just in my classroom at the moment. It's been a lovely day. Um, I'm so glad the sun's back out again and shining, although I'm not sure how long it's going to last. (laughs) But yeah, I've had a wonderful day today. Although, to be honest, my hay fever has been quite bad at the moment. But yeah, it's been a great day. There's been lots going on. As you know, we're getting into the final half term now and things. So it's been a busy day, but a lovely day as well. So...
0: Now summertime is a great time of course when working in a school because you can have the windows and doors open but you just mentioned hay fever and I think some of the people listening to this right now will also suffer from hay fever Tell me how badly mm-hmm. you get it and in what ways you suffer as well
2: it is very bad at the moment but do you know what mine seems to be a lot worse at night at the moment so it's not great because it's stopping me from sleeping but my biggest thing is my itchy throat I get a really bad itch right at the back of my throat and no matter how many times i'm trying to itch it and itch it and itch it it's just constant at the moment so
0: <laughs> well i'm sure that everyone listening to this can uh definitely sympathize but, uh, mm-hmm. but but on this podcast recording you're coming through loud and clear so you're sounding you're sounding fantastic yeah. now kaylee tell us a little bit about your situation right now because you're going to be joining the school in september And at the moment, you're still working in a different school. So tell me how you feel about this change that you're about to go through when you join a new school in the new academic year.
2: I'm really, really looking forward to it. I think I've been at my current school for a number of years now. You know, I've been on a a really big journey at my school, taking on roles such as early reading lead, head of year, things like that. And I think now I'm really ready for kind of a new challenge, new experiences. I think I'm at that stage in my career now. So I'm I'm very excited, really looking forward to coming in to visit later on in the week and then in just before the holidays as well. But yeah, really looking forward to it now. I, I can't wait to Be part of the community and part of the family. So
0: fantastic. This is really good. I'm sure they're ready to welcome you there as well. But tell us a little bit about, let's just jump back in time. Tell us a bit about how you got into education in the first place. What it was about teaching that really made you think, oh, you know, that's
2: exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, the biggest thing that ever stood out as growing up as a child was a teacher that we had when I was in year six. They decided to. Kind of split our cohort when we went into year six and moved the classes around a little bit. And I was put with some children that I wasn't necessarily as close with. Like it was like um, a different circle of friends for me and things. Um, So I was a little bit nervous about that. But the teacher that I had, he was just so welcoming so lovely he made everything such an amazing experience like for example you know we did Egyptians and he got us pieces of wallpaper so that we could create our own mummies and we had really special paints that we could use to fill in the mummy and uh, do the patterns and things on and just growing up his experience like being in his classroom has always really stayed with me and then I was quite lucky that when I went on to secondary school I had a lovely English teacher as well and I think that's where my passion for English really came from and I've just always had such a great experience of school and teaching and I thought to myself do you know what one day that's really something I would love to do I would love to be that person that's kind of making a difference and being that teacher that when children grow up that but I want to be that teacher that they speak about when when they're older and say oh I had this teacher called Miss Jones and she did this and the lessons were always so fun and so engaging So, yeah, I think that's really kind of where it all kind of stemmed from for for me, really.
0: Wow. So first of all, you were on the receiving end of teachers that inspired you. And now it sounds to me like you've got a passion to inspire others.
2: Yes. Yeah, definitely.
0: Wow. Wow. That's that's really good to hear. So tell us about some of the other things that are really important to you as a teacher then.
2: So I'd like children to kind of feel inspired when they're in my lessons. You know, I, I like to be giving them an engaging enriching and challenging curriculum I want them to kind of realise that they can achieve anything you know there's no limit to what they can achieve I want every child to be able to feel like they can be challenged and really excelled in their learning I want them to feel comfortable with like finding their passion and their talent and realising that everybody's different and you might enjoy something more than what another child enjoys something. And I think it's really important that children are able to feel confident in expressing what they enjoy, what they're talented in as well. But, yeah, and just making sure that they're really kind of challenged every single day and that the expectations of them are really high so that they know that, what they're going to achieve hasn't got a limit to it they can they can keep on going and going and going
0: no this is really good to hear ralph i'm just listening to this we're getting some great words coming through here we're, we're having you know we're hearing about challenges we're hearing about confidence to, to me it strikes me that that katie's going to fit in with the whole ethos of what life is like at Snaresbrook.
1: I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's, um, you know, the heart of the academic journey, isn't it? And the, the bit, Kayleigh, I was interested in was you, the first bit you actually mentioned when you spoke about your year six teacher was actually you were put with a different cohort of pupils. Mm-hmm. And I wondered actually if one of the things the teacher did was actually help you overcome that sort of social fear or I don't know how... How was it in terms of the the pastoral side of that experience?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely, because he obviously introduced me to working with new children and kind of being able to work in groups I'm not as comfortable with and that I didn't know you know forever and I I guess especially when you get to year six you do then go on to that journey of moving into secondary school so to prepare for that in year six I felt like I was actually kind of a step ahead of everybody else actually but he was just constantly you know checking in making sure I was okay just having little chats with me at the end of the lesson and things because he I mean it was quite apparent that I really kind of did kind of struggle with being kind of away from my friends but slowly just with him putting that time in and just making sure that I was okay I actually had a really great year probably the best year of my primary school was yes so yeah
1: because I think that's that's one of the things that's really important isn't it you know and we forget that at our peril that the everything starts with children feeling comfortable in the classroom comfortable with their peer group comfortable with their teacher and we sort of build from there
2: Yeah, and that's what I mean. I mean, I like in my classroom as well that each child does feel comfortable and also that they, they do feel comfortable to then challenge themselves because I think a lot of, you know, being able to challenge children comes from their self-confidence and their self-belief. And I think getting to know their teacher and building a co- close relationship with the children and, of course, the parents as well. I think then children come into school every day and they, they do want to kind of challenge themselves. They do want to do better because they, they feel like they can and they know that they're getting the support to do that as well.
1: Mm. Yeah. Mm. do you I mean, are there any, any ways that you sort of try and go about developing that sort of comfort or getting them to embrace that challenge you know academically
2: I think it's always important to make everything kind of exciting for them and you know to for them to know that actually we don't we can't always achieve what we want to achieve straight away you know we've got to build resilience we've got to keep going keep trying and I think for me really kind of building that environment in a classroom of that everybody is safe here we are a team we are a family we can all work together I think that really helps them to kind of have that motivation for themselves
0: Kaylee, tell me a little bit about what your approach is to teaching some of the core subjects in schools you know I'm thinking about English and maths and things like that
2: well for me English has always been a passion of mine. I mean, hence obviously my degree and things like that. I've always really, I really enjoy teaching English. Also maths as well. I just didn't, I mean, I enjoy teaching everything. But English in particular, I really enjoy because especially with my degree, I did a lot of creative writing myself. And I think it's so important for children to when they when they get into writing that they have got experiences that they can write about. I think it's it's. It's so nice for them to have something provided by a teacher. So, for example, things like curriculum days, experience days, where things come into school or we, you know, we we would set up experiences for them. For example, uh, something that we did recently was an alien invasion in school and the whole school was kind of decorated to make it look like we'd had an alien invasion in our classroom and just little things like that that kind of give them the new experiences that they would then kind of want to go ahead and write about. I think it's very important for lessons to have a hook to them so that children are straight away hooked into the learning and really want to kind of know more and learn more about a certain topic and and subject and i think obviously it's very important that throughout the lesson there's progress being made throughout each stage in the in the lesson and that the intention of the lesson is clear as well and they know what steps they need to 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 reach to be successful as well yeah
1: do you know what i was you were saying all really intelligent things about you know success criteria learning objectives all i was thinking about was oh my word you're going to have me dressed up as et or something (laughs) having to like you know get children excited about writing
2: yeah do you know what it has made a massive difference though it's really something i've been working on with my current cohort because writing was a focus for us so you know giving them those experiences that they won't you know normally they they're expected to imagine these things but it's it's actually like well actually how can we imagine it if we've we've never really seen it so you know given them that, that all these different Experiences that, that they can come in and enjoy and be part of, I think it's really kind of helped with getting us a lot more wonderful writing and it's really challenged their writing as well. So,
0: mm. Kaylee, apart from the idea of Ralph dressing up as E.T. or any other <laughs> character for that matter, um, what was it uh, about Snares Book Prep?
1: Do you have to be a about? certain age? I don't know if Kaylee's old enough really to know what I'm talking about. I am. I <laughs> I am. am. Don't, so many of our listeners will be old enough to know. <laughs> Simon, oh, I, it's just you and i off on yeah. our own
0: oh, I, i'm pretty sure that with et we're, we're quite safe there for sure for sure I, I just want to see you in an et outfit ralph that's what it is but Kayleigh, i you
1: come on a bicycle uh,
0: <laughs> but kaylee apart from that tell me what it is about snesbook prep school that appealed to you
2: I think, I mean, as soon as I walked into the school, I I did get an amazing feeling just just being there. Just even hearing the conversations throughout the day as I walked through the school, it was just amazing. Like, everybody was just so friendly. Um, Everybody was smiling. The children were all so engrossed in their learning. Uh, They all, you know, everyone really seemed like it was a happy place to be, and it was just definitely something that I wanted to be a part of. But then, of course, as well, I would love to be part of somewhere that it's got such a, a, a broad range of subjects for children I know that of course there's high academic aspirations for all the children in the school and I think you could you really could sense that as you walked through the school every child there loves their learning um loves their school and enjoys being part of an amazing school so I think all of that, and just being able to come in every day and know that I'm going to be working with children that really, really want to challenge themselves and want to reach amazing goals, and you know, that we can celebrate their amazing achievements throughout the year. I'm really excited for that.
1: That is, I have to say, one of the biggest benefits, or you know, the thing that brings us most joy is that actually, all the you know, everything you say about the children is true, and also that's supported by parents who just want the best you know, for their child, you know, and just yeah. thinking education is so key to their futures and, and will support us in that. It's a, it's, it is a real privilege and uh, it's, it's, it's um, really gratifying to hear your external perspective on, on that because we sort of take it slightly for granted and forget that and, you know, we think that's the case but, well, you know, you sort of come a bit blind, don't you, to it when you're with something every day.
2: And I think just even knowing that like, especially this time of year, we see in like state schools, things such as history and things like that drop off the curriculum a little bit because all the children are just preparing for SATs and just exams, exams, exams. And I just think knowing that at Snaresbrook, we're going to be having such a broad curriculum all year long. And the children can really get engrossed into each subject and realise that actually every single subject is just as important. You can challenge yourself Mm. in everything, not just English and maths. And I think there's always been children as well, like who have extra passions and talents that aren't always necessarily as celebrated in state state primary schools because they don't really get to develop them yet whereas uh, I know that at Snaresbrook you know there's lots of drama and dance and all things like that and I'm so excited to be a part of that as well.
0: Awesome no this sounds really good I'm sure you're going to have a great time I'm sure that the staff there are ready to welcome you of course but let's just talk about year two for a moment because you're going to be working with year two what is it about that year group that you're particularly looking forward to?
2: Well, I'm very lucky because I have met the, uh, the year group already. They are the children that I interviewed with and they really are amazing. I know that they have got higher academic attainment as well, which I'm very excited about. I'm really excited to see, you know, just the amazing things that I know that they're going to achieve in year two as well. I'm very excited to bring my passion for creative writing over into year two as well and, to work together on some wonderful pieces of writing and get them to really enjoy writing as much as I do and reading as well. Very excited to read lots of stories with them and for them to kind of read lots of stories to me as well um, and to share kind of those, those loves that I have with them as well. I'm also very excited about, I hear they have a summer term play and quite a big summer term play. So I'm really excited to get into director mode for that as well. I would like a director chair.
1: (laughs) See what we can do. I
2: think that's
1: that's easier than me dressing as ET.
2: (laughs) But yeah, all of those things. I mean, I know that they're a wonderful, wonderful class and I know that From just being in there on my interview day, I was completely blown away by the passion that they had and how hard they all wanted to work. And, you know, you could tell that they're really, really passionate about education and making sure that every lesson... They get the most out of every lesson, so very excited.
0: No, this this is this is really good to hear, and and um, it sounds like you're going to be absolutely in the right place come September, which is really good. Kayleigh, I'm dying to know something about you though, and something about your life outside of school. Tell us something that. That that nobody in the school would know about you. Something that you're interested in, or something about something about your past that you're able to share. Something about you as a person.
1: This sounds like a very dangerous question.
2: Simon. So yeah. <laughs> in terms of my interests, or just so I mean, I've probably made it. Quite clear already. (laughs) I Really, I do have a passion for for literature, reading, and I just think it's honestly just one of the most important things in the world. Getting children to read, keeping them reading, getting them to enjoy reading as well. So, I mean, I've always been passionate about reading and literature and writing and things as well. At university, I was very lucky because I studied some um, amazing pieces of writing, and I think there's so many that really resonated with me. And I'm kind of really interested in reading things that cause a little. A bit of controversy at the time they were written as well so things that were a bit oh a bit taboo a bit shocking at the time um always really enjoyed reading things like that so
0: okay quick question for you then Kaylee. if you could only have say books or movies which of those two would you choose
2: I would choose books I do love theatre as well though but I think definitely books
0: oh okay so what would you choose then between books and theatre <laughs>
2: That's a hard one. <laughs> I love the realism of the theatre and being able to kind of really see the actor in the moment like really trying, to get, like the hardest to kind of portray a character. But I do think I would go with books because I do love creating the, own, like the pictures and the stories in my mind. And, you know, sometimes you will read a book and then you'll watch a film on it after and it's really not what you pictured in, in your mind at all. And it's a little bit disappointing sometimes.
1: <laughs> I think I think they should only make films of books that where where the film would add something to the book so i kind of think you know there are things that books can do really well which i for me is often the books i like are, are where you see inside a character or they can they can basically talk about their thoughts or their feelings so it, it helps you understand that it gives you that empathy that you you otherwise have to infer when you watch a film from their face but I don't think books can do action particularly well, or you know, like bring a a scene, you know. So I think I think films should only they should only do films of books where they can add something to the book, something the book couldn't do. Because often good books don't make good films, and sometimes bad books make good films.
2: Well, I do think you do need films. I think like the Marvel series and things like that, they they definitely need to be they need to be in a film. <laughs>
1: I don't know, I was going to say, I was going to, i was oh, sorry, Kate, I was going to ask you, and I don't know if this is too dangerous a question. You said that you really loved studying the controversial, or <laughs> books that were controversial, or pieces of writing that were controversial at the time. Are there any that you want to, sh- that you can share with us or?
2: So, I mean, it, it was mainly things like, so there was one that really stuck with me was Kate Chopin's The Awakening. So it's not too taboo and too, you know, but it was just things that like more feminist based basically and uh women kind of having more of more independence and kind of in that book it's about a woman who doesn't necessarily kind of want to be with her her husband anymore and kind of wants to leave him but obviously when it was written that wasn't a thing that a mother should do so things like that and you know there's a few plays that i read as well there was one called the doll's house which is quite similar as well so they're not really things that we would read now and think oh but back then they weren't i just think study i always studied kind of literature that kind of made a difference and i i really enjoyed things like that
1: and and is that the ignition for your passion in this area the fact that writing even creative writing can make a social difference or was it did it make a personal difference in the sense that you felt
2: yeah a social difference i don't think necessarily people realize how powerful a piece of writing can be and how You know, these books and these plays and things at the time, you know, there were people that couldn't even publish them. But then when they were published, I think they've all kind of contributed to a journey that society has been on. And I think I don't always think people realise just how powerful a book can be or a play can be, but it really can be.
1: No I think that's quite, I think that's quite interesting in the sense and I wonder, yes, in the sense that because you can you can, as an audience, whether you're watching it or reading it, you empathize with the character and you understand their position a bit more, mm-hmm. and that, that then when you see it in real life, you forget that you know the empathy you had for a fictional character is then transferred perhaps into a real life setting as well. It doesn't seem to matter yeah. that originally it was fictionalized. That's really interesting. Kaylee, we need to bring this
0: part of the episode to a close now, but we just want to say thank you for being here. I hope you have a great rest of term where you are. I hope you enjoy summer holidays and then come back and then uh, have a great start to life at Snaresbrook School. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.
0: So, Ralph, that was Kaylee. She's definitely interested in reading, isn't she?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's something that came across, first of all, at interview. And I think, you know, reading is such a key component of everything in terms of creative writing you know it, it's something that we want the children to be uh, passionate about and inspired to do so i think that that love of reading is uh, is is something that you know we thought was a a quality that we 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 like in teachers here at nesborough prep mm.
0: I, I must admit, I, I did kind of sympathise a little bit because there she is, having not actually joined the school yet, she's she's answering questions that are coming from me, but also coming from the head of the school. It's kind of like still being at an interview stage.
1: There was there was one stage where you and I were both asking her questions and I thought, oh, this, this does feel a bit like an actual interview interview, but mm, um, mm. yeah, hopefully she'll forgive us for that.
0: Yeah, no, um, I'm sure that she will. I have will. to say,
1: generally, I, I try and stay silent during these bits of the... The interview because I think people hear enough of me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. You've always got a lot to contribute, so it's always good stuff. And the, the very fact that you're willing to dress up as ET, I, I think this is brilliant.
1: I am slightly more concerned about this dressing up. Um, <laughs> as as Kaylee was saying it, I was thinking, oh no, this does sound like a huge amount of fun for the children, but where is this going to end? Yeah.
0: Now, of course, at at a school like Snaresbrook Prep School, you know, when a new member of staff joins, you know, someone who's going to be teaching year two, it it, it is a big thing because, you know, the school is not a school of, you know, 1,500 pupils. It's a smaller school. And when a member of the teaching staff joins the school, it's important to get that person just right, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a very simple question we sort of ask ourselves, you know, is this a a Snaresbrook teacher? And, And behind that, you have to think sort of, you know what 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 does it mean to be a a snaresbrook teacher uh, and for us that's somebody who shares you know the the ambition for the children that belief that you know the child's life is ahead of them for them to write you know and that they can they can achieve you know the greatest of things a bit like at the end of you know that interview that that what children can Achieve is also you know what they can contribute to society. So you know Kaylee's interest in in literature that at it at the time was socially controversial, but because it you know had a, a message of you know female independence was important. You know that sense that that's why we teach writing not just to pass eleven plus exams. You know somebody who who understands how important it is that the child is comfortable, you know, Mm. can come to you and share their concerns, Mm -hmm. um, no matter how, you know, in inverted commas, small they might be to us as adults, you know, who realises that those small concerns play on their mind and prevent them from thinking about, you know, um, whatever lesson objective you're putting in front of them. So, you know, we have to sort that out. Mm. Um, Somebody who wants to make lessons engaging and enjoyable mm. you know mm. you know that's important you know these children spend a lot of their time with us and you know whilst a child who's smiling and who's happy and enjoying a lesson isn't um, doesn't necessarily mean they're making progress but you know it's gonna be really hard to make progress if you're not if you're not comfortable and happy and mm. and then mm. that that sense of always looking to challenge them yeah um mm. and those are all the Sort of, I think all the those hallmarks were present in in a lot of her answers, and Mm. they were also present when we sort of interviewed her, and when we saw her teach, and when we saw how the class sort of responded to her when she was teaching. So those, you know, so yeah, I'm sure she'll, um, you know, it it is it is an important decision when you take anybody on, but um, I'm sure she'll fit right in. Mm -hmm. No, I think she will. I think she
0: will. Okay, well, I guess we should probably bring this episode to a close now. Uh, But if anyone's listening to this right now, and if they want to find out more about the school, uh, even more so, then don't forget to check out SNESBook Prep School on social media. Just go ahead and search SNESBook Prep and you'll find it quickly enough. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Thank you for listening to Kaylee, And of course, thank you for listening to head teacher, Ralph Dalton. Ralph's about to say thank you for listening. Ralph? Uh, Thank you for listening. And I'll say the same. Thank you for listening and bye for now. Bye bye. Bye for now.